Hey everyone, this is Sam, that girl with the curls, bringing you another fabulous episode of the podcast. This is episode 32 with the team from the comic book Neverboy out of Dark Horse Comics. We have writer Sean Simon, uh, who you might remember as the co-writer of the book Fabulous Killjoys with Gerard Way. Also artist Tyler Jenkins, who was previously on the podcast, um, I think it was the second episode. And Kelly Fitzpatrick, the colorist who uh, has worked with Tyler on um, Peter Panzerfaust with uh, Curtis Weeb. So it's all interconnected. And uh, this all came about uh, because of some faulty recording equipment at Emerald City Comic Con. But uh, I do explain that in the episode proper. So uh, don't worry. It all comes together like the great plans of Hannibal Smith from the A-Team. So there you go. Uh, and uh, there's plenty of talk about Neverboy. Never Boy. We also talk a lot about wizards and uh, end on some good uh, egg commentary. So just letting you know. Um, please uh, enjoy the episode and come back for more. Tyler's Tyler just wants like a couple seconds. Sean hasn't um, responded to my friend request yet, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's like, but Sean, you must be part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly worried about um, getting Tyler involved because he doesn't do technology. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll probably have to get into that. <laughs> like, like, so Tyler, you hate technology. Why is this? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Like, he lives out on a farm, I mean. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I did not know that, actually, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That kind of puts everything together, doesn't it? It really does. It kind of puts a lot of things into perspective. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all those pastoral scenes he, he does so well. <laughs> well, if, uh, yeah, right, if Sean doesn't reply in, like, five minutes or so, let me, let me know. Okay. Because I'm assuming you messaged him. Yeah, I sent him the whole, like, hey, I would like you to join, um, you know, Skype and be my friend on here. Please, yes, thank you. <laughs> I didn't word it quite that way, but... I gotcha. Being the writer that I am. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to have confusing sentences for people to read. Drinking tea. I'm trying to get that caffeine buzz still going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not lasting yeah. all day. I, uh... That wasn't even English. <laughs> uh, I uh, haven't. Uh, I have been drinking rather like four or five, or five cups a day lately. Of tea? No, coffee. Oh, okay. And so I've and I've been adding tea to that because before the convention I was drinking like seven cups a day. Wow. Yeah. My uh my roommate in college, he uh who's basically responsible for my coffee addiction, uh he would drink about 5 cups in the morning alone to feel quote unquote human. <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's been bad. I've just been working like 13-hour days. Come on, Tyler, answer your Skype. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, he said give me 10 seconds. I assumed I gave him 10 seconds, but I could be wrong. (laughs) Just give Uh, that a second. Uh, He'll he'll respond. I'm just adding people to the call at this point, so. What was that? Oh, that was a dropping on my end. I should probably turn sounds off. Preferences. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, I don't do a, like a lot of editing. I mean, I'm recording it right now just so it's like going. Um, but uh, yeah, it used to be where it was just like, oh, precious, you know, recording equipment and whatever. Now it's just Skype and Audacity. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was just gonna message him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he added me too. Yay, we're all friends here. <laughs> hey! Hello! Hello! Hi, Sean! Uh, hi, sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to figure this whole Skype thing out. I have only used it, like, once before. Oh, God, uh, you and Tyler so, like, technologically impaired. <laughs> just, like, go on the computer, I type some shit up, and that's really all I do. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm uh, considered in my family the most technologically savvy, and that right. just means I can use the internet well. There <laughs> so. you go. That's all you need. It's true. Like I use the Twitter, therefore I am suddenly the the one who knows how to do everything with computers. Right. Yeah. Tyler's here too. Yay! Hey Tyler, what's up, man? Hey guys. Hey, how you guys doing? Well, we're all good, and we're all here, and that's good. Good. So, does anyone need like a second to get like drinks or whatever? No, I'm I'm, I'm okay. Cool. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I've been recording this since the beginning, so you're all on notice. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, everyone, welcome to the show. Tyler is the uh, returning champion here uh, <laughs> on the previous episode with Rock Up Church. So, <laughs> yeah. which was a uh, which I I enjoyed that episode. It's unfortunate what's been going on since then, but we won't get into that. <laughs> okay. I assume we're not having a sequel. Probably not anytime (laughs) soon. (laughs) I think at some point when um, uh, Peter Panzerfaust ends eventually someday in the future, uh, I I assume you guys will be back with Curtis to talk about that, maybe. (laughs) One day. (laughs) One day. One day more. Um, but uh, this is the, we have the cast of uh, cast of Neverboy here, um, so we'll just get everyone used to your voices. We have writer Sean Simon. Hello, Sean. That's me. Hi. Uh, artist uh, Tyler Jenkins. Jen- uh, Tyler, say hi. Hello. And, Hello. <laughs> and colorist Kelly Fitzpatrick. Kelly, say hi. Hello. Yay. And I'm your host with the most. You all know who I, who I am and what I sound like. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Um, so basically the, the origin story of this podcast is I originally was talking to Tyler and Kelly at Emerald City Comic Con, uh, cause Dark Horse was very kind in setting up an interview with us on the floor and then it didn't record. <laughs> it's like, uh, you want to talk about technology not working out, um, uh, my, my little recording device, which was my phone, did not uh, decided to just not record what was probably about a 20-minute conversation between us. Uh, somewhat about Neverboy, but about other things, too. <laughs> so, uh, very kindly, you were all uh, on board with uh, doing a kind of a more 
fleshed out talk about Neverboy, including Sean, so... Yeah. This is, uh, thank you all for being kind and cool and chill about it. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us on. No, it's it's always cool talking to people about the comics, especially in a more, like, um, you know, even with 10 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes, you don't get everything, so it's... I'm gonna stop talking eventually and let you guys talk about things, so... <laughs> So. Just, a, just a heads up, in like a half hour, I have my wife and three kids coming home, mm-hmm. which they weren't supposed to today, so either there's going to be a lot of screaming and shit, or I'm going to have to go. We can play it by ear, I mean, if... <laughs> okay, as long as I, I just don't want to get dick and like halfway through, be like, oh guys, I'm going by, you know? No, yeah, no, no problem, I've I've done shorter podcasts and, okay. and stuff with people with birds in the background, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, but so given that, then, um, we'll start with, with you, Sean, especially cause, uh, where did the, the idea for Neverboy, um, kind of, um, I guess come to fruition? You know, I, that's a good question. And I've been asked that in interviews before, and I feel like every time I give a different answer, because I don't think it came from one spot in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it started with, um, with, with the name, really, I came up with the name, and I was like, you know, first of all, I was surprised that the name hasn't really been taken before, and um, and then I was like, well, who is this guy? What's his deal? Um, and I always, I'm not a huge technology fan, like we were just talking about. <laughs> so if you're gonna, you know, if was for me, is you know, am I gonna do a story about some futuristic future technology stuff, or am I gonna do more of a uh, you know, a fantastical story. I'm going to always go for the fantastical. And I'm a big fan of, of surrealness and, and that kind of stuff. And for me, it's always it's always a challenge to, to kind of take something abstract and, and make people give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the idea of, yeah. of you know, my, my, my one daughter has, you know, and I've never had an imaginary friend growing up, but she, she does. And I've never really come in into contact with someone who has at this present moment, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just me. Kind of, yeah. Like, you know, people, you, it's weird to see it like happen. I don't know, Tyler, if your kids are, have imaginary friends or not, but it's strange to see your daughter. No, I think they're too little. Okay. Right. But it's strange to see your daughter going off and, and having like full on conversations and playing tea parties and stuff with <laughs> this person that's not real and you know kind of went from there like you know what if and what if and what if and kind of landed on on Neverboy and, and who he was and originally it started off as something a bigger it was going to be more of a, a group of people who were kind of like him and, and dealing with these kind of surreal problems and then his story just kind of stuck out to me and I was like you know I think this is this is the book. I think his story is the one that needs to be told. Yeah, um, it's an it's. I mean, it's such an interesting concept too. Just the the, the whole idea of a, an imaginary friend taking hallucinogenic drugs just to be real. Right. Well, I think a lot a lot of the stuff is just thinking is just kind of thinking in opposites. You know, like yeah, we we know we know imaginary friends. We've seen them before, and kind of trying to put a new twist on something, you know, and not telling the same story again, mm-hmm. and, you know. 
And uh, so then you have the concept. Um, were you yeah. were you writing uh, Killjoys at the time, or was this after <laughs> Killjoys? Yeah, no, I think I think I finished writing, or maybe it was like just doing revisions on Killjoys at the time. And you know, I asked Sierra, our, our editor, I was like, "Listen, I have another story. Can I pitch it to you?" And I pitched her. She was really into it. And then um, you know, we were the whole artist search kind of started. You know, and that took a while too because it, it was weird. It was like I had this idea of what this book should look like in my head, mm-hmm. and Sarah was was she was sending me like artist names and check out this one, this one, and you know, great artists, and, and you know, none of them really caught my attention for for this book. And then you know, I happened to find Tyler, and I was like, "What's up with this guy? Like, this guy's <laughs> really good, and and he kind of might be perfect for this book, you know." So I got in touch with him and. And it kind of fell into place after that, and Tyler brought on Kelly, and you know, the rest is history, I guess. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, going to Tyler, then uh, with the what, what was the what was it that uh, I guess struck you about Neverboy that made you want to do the book, or was it just them saying, "Hey, you want to do this book"? <laughs> uh, no, actually, um, I've come to definitely come to the conclusion in the recent history maybe like a year ago that i'm not i won't sign on on any project anymore no matter what it who it's for what it's for unless i think i can you know unless i'm interested in it and i think i can you know do something totally new and different and put bring you know do a good job of the of the work so no it wasn't i mean obviously working with sean and working with dark horse is obviously a huge draw but if the story didn't suit me i wouldn't have i wouldn't have done it okay and so it was definitely an interest purely an interest in the story that that made me want to do it for sure was there like um, a, a challenge totally different. was it just like the challenge of doing something uh kind of out there the that you were like yeah i want to do that yeah that as well as the you know the visual you know reference of where the story was coming from you know the idea of sort of riffing on the 80s and you know <laughs> andy warhol and that kind of a feel stuff i've never i've never drawn anything like that and it's and I'm, I'm conscious, I've heard, you know, I'm conscious of a lot of other creators who may have inadvertently or inadvertently got themselves pegged into drawing the same thing over and over. And, I'm, and I go out of my way not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is obviously, like, nothing like Peter, um, yeah. nothing like any comic book I've worked on before. So the goal definitely was to do something completely different. Yeah, I was actually um, looking at Peter Panzerfest earlier to get a, because I was trying to figure out like, okay, is it like, is it comparable? And really it's, it is and it isn't like there's, I see elements of Peter in Neverboy, um, just like in the the face and everything, but the rest of it, there's very much a, um, the surreal quality like Sean was talking about in terms of just the art, whereas Peter is very, a bit more solid, like there's more of a reality surrounding it. If, if that, yeah, absolutely. yeah, so that was the only thing where I was like, okay, this is where the differentiation is. So it's like, well done, sir. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's actually just as much research, um, to both to be able to get that surreal to work. Mm-hmm. It has to be re- uh, like the real world that it floats over. Yeah. It has to feel as real. So it's not, it's, it's interestingly that you would, I would have thought that maybe there would be less research involved with something like Neverboy, but not, not at all, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, just as many, just as much research into the settings and, 
and costume in the world is necessary. I mean, you don't have to, like, worry about, you know, how many wheels are on a frigging tank or something like that. But <laughs> same, you know, totally different, totally same amount of research. Well, when the Blitzkrieg happens in Neverboy, we'll know exactly how much research went into it. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that would be no problem. Yeah, you're like, got it, done. <laughs> and uh, and Kelly, so you coming on as the colorist, uh, do you feel that Neverboy has, has challenged you in terms of your use of colors? Um, yeah. Oh my god, yes. Um, <laughs> we went back and forth a lot on that first issue, just mm-hmm. like trying to figure out palettes and like basically what like Sean was really had in his mind, mm-hmm. like putting it on paper. And um, I feel like the the editors over Dark Horse, they really have like helped me grow as a colorist. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to what Tyler was saying about being pegged for something, like I've been doing a lot of like war and crime and horror stories. So it was good to be able to like start branching out into, into more like fantasy and surrealism and, um, it got me an opportunity to do a children's book also. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been challenging, but, uh, but really fun. And I feel like now we're, we're kind of in like a groove, which is kind of a shame because we only have like one more issue. Left. Oh, is, is so it's a limited series. Never boy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's six, it's uh, six issues. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, that's just like, no, <laughs> like, because I, because I mean, we're only two issues in. Uh, the second issue dropped on the on April first, and um, and I'm just saying the 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 two page spread in the first issue with the the galaxy on the tree is quite possibly one of my favorite like two page spreads you know that I've seen in a long time. I've had that image in my head for maybe five years now. And it was that exact image and with someone coming in and crushing these planets with his hand and, and, and literally destroying these worlds mm-hmm. and I had nowhere to do, nowhere to put it until it, it popped up in Neverboy and it worked perfectly there. yeah it's it's just it's so gorgeous just in terms of the layout and I mean Kelly like you're saying with the colors especially I mean they they do they pop out so much um, and then just you know as a the the world kind of starts the reality starts melting apart for for Neverboy and as when his son is starts disappearing, you're just like, oh shit! <laughs> Waves of colors just all over the place. It's it's really what's interesting about the first issue is that I did have to go back a few times and be like, okay, did I just see that? Did that happen here? Where is this person? <laughs> like, and it's in a good way because it, it just made me go like, okay, what happened here? What's the the diner and all that kind of stuff? So, you know, a lot of people have said that, and I think that's actually a huge compliment mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, like the the visual storytelling um, needs it to. Is a visual yeah, and, and, and I know a lot of people just read the words and fly through it in two minutes, and like you're missing the whole thing, man. You know, like <laughs> you gotta look at the pictures too. Like that's the point. <laughs> you gotta look at the pictures, <laughs> man. Yeah, look at the pictures. And I will say, in the second issue, there was a panel that just made me laugh, like just like out loud at my computer and it was um Vanessa when she kind of blows up at um Julian when she's just like no man that's the whole thing with the diner and everything like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there's just the way that Tyler, the way you drew, is just like her hands are up in the air, Vanessa's, and then Julian is kind of like backing up a little bit, like he's like, "Whoa, okay, weird chick, right now." I don't know. There's just something about it that made me laugh so hard. Um, so when uh, I know that with writing and and her- great character. She no, she's really great. Like with the the, I love the hair, and then it's kind of like the like I don't know what that style is with like the Pokemon, um, you know, headdresses kind of thing. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, that was that was all Tyler on that. Well, I have no idea. I don't know what it is. But it looks like. I have no idea. <laughs> like cool. I just have a bunch of kids and whatnot, so I'm I don't sure. Know what it is either. I just saw it somewhere. I'm like, ah, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Well, and, and that kind of feeds in the, the next, uh, my question for you guys, uh, with writer-artist teams, um, so do you guys, have you guys found a rhythm with each other in terms of, like, the scripting and the art, um, or is it just, Sean, are you much more of a, are you more of a verbose writer, or do you just kind of go, and this, this, and this, and you take care of that? I mean, it, it's, you know, they're definitely full scripts, but, you know, I think... I think that we're all very much on the same page with stuff, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, here's what I did. Now you take this and now put your spin on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was from pretty much like the first, like after the first, like not even the first issue, like the first few pages we were getting, getting, getting from Tyler and stuff, and it was like, like we're on, we just we knew we we're on the same page, and we didn't have to really like worry about stuff or, or really think about stuff, and like. We all kind of trust each other, I think, you know, between us and, and Sierra and Spencer, our editors, and it's just a really great team. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Tyler, like, yep. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There's never been, it hasn't been like a, we, I totally agree, we've been, it hasn't been like a, I have not been confused about what you were looking for. I just, you know, that's, right. you wrote it down and that's what came out because we're, I totally understand where you're going. Feels like, anyway. Yeah. I haven't been confused about the direction or the feel, particularly the feel and tone. That's a, you know, that's something that can be kind of slippery on some books. But this, I mean, we're right, I don't know, I felt exactly what you were trying to trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just works, you know. And one of the things that I love about what we're doing with this book is that we're not overdoing stuff. Like, there's a, there's a place and time for the surreal and craziness to happen, but it's not about getting... Like, it's not about, let's do as much as we can, you know? Yeah. We're, I think we're really focusing on, on this character and his story, and whether it's, you know, in the, in the dirty streets of Manhattan or in some bizarre, surreal, you know, imaginary world, it, it all comes down to him. And, and you know, holding off on the surrealness and the craziness only makes yeah. it more... It, it makes it pop more when you do use it, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. it's not overused. Yeah, that's the, I mean, like you're saying, there like there are books that, there, there are books that will, you know, they, they play up the trippiness so much to the point where you're like, well, what's so special about it now? Um, if you're just going to keep showing it to me and like the, and it's just like in your face the whole time, like when it starts happening in Neverboy, you're just like, okay, now something's happening and it might be important. <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm a big fan of, of having downtime, you know, mm-hmm. like little, little quiet moments and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, those. Uh, I think sometimes with with some comics, um, you know, I see it with like the more or less the, I guess not as much the mainstream ones, but there's this tendency to not go for silence at times, like the 
they'll they're they're more about like I got to get all this out there now, and they won't let the story actually breathe. And, and you know what? On the silent pages is is when people actually will stop and, and actually look at the pictures and take it in. So I, you know, there's a bunch of silent pages in Neverborn. You know? Yeah. Or, or at least pages with very few dialogue on them. No, exactly, and 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 I appreciate that. It just it it makes the the story you know that much more interesting at times when you're trying to like figure things out and go like, okay, what the hell is this and what's that and like, um, I think we lost Tyler. Oh really? Yeah, he got dropped. I think it might be the oh farm boy and your phone. <laughs> I'm blaming Canada. I blame Canada for a lot of things, but. <laughs> Thanks, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> is Tyler back or no? Oh, he's not. No, it's still it's trying. Up. So you guys want to talk about wizards now? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tyler knows what he's going to get into if we start talking. So magic. What's what are your thoughts? <laughs> where where when did this start? Where did this start? Yeah, because I was coming back from Emerald City Comic Con and uh, my friend's driving and I'm like. A pass in the back seat, just reading Twitter, and I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> the wizard thing, the wizard thing came up because I was in bed. I was in bed one night, and like the phrase "swollen wizard" popped into my head. <laughs> what? I, yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck's a swollen wizard?" And then I just started thinking about wizards, and and now I'm actually working on a pitch about a wizard. There you go. <laughs> I mean. So. I remember the uh, Ralph Bakshi movie Wizards. Um. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm named after a witch, so I can talk magic with you. So. <laughs> Samantha Stevens in the house. <laughs> I don't know. My my sister is oddly um, obsessed with Harry Potter. Uh, not oddly, but she's just really into it in a way that I've never seen her into something before. <laughs> Well, can we all agree that Merlin is, like, the superior wizard? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't think anything tops Merlin. Unless... He's got got his shit together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Depends on what you're watching, I suppose, because there's always that, like, oh, here's when he was a teenager. (laughs) Oh, they did that, right? Yeah, there was, like, a, a BBC show. Right, right, right. Was that any good or no? I saw a few episodes, but it never held my interest, um... There's there's some of those shows where like the the CG is so bad where you're just like no I yeah. can't get behind this right <laughs> like a lot of sci-fi shows after a while you're just like yeah no I'm I'm sorry <laughs> you tried Sean you're gonna be at uh, New York Comic Con right yes okay I'm... Are you, you're going to that yeah I'm gonna go this year awesome. I didn't go I didn't go last year I was kind of bummed about that is uh, New York a big one for you guys too. New York is, is, is crazy. It's just chaos. I mean, I've never been to, to San Diego, and I really have really don't want to go mm-hmm. because I hear it's worse than New York, and New York's pretty batshit. So I don't know. Well, people are kind of um, they're they're a bit worried about like with um, Reed Pop joining up with Emerald City because Reed Pop does uh, New York, right? They do New York and C two E two. Okay, and. Um, yeah, they just announced that Emerald City is going to be four days next year also, so mm-hmm. um, wow. it's it's kind of turning into another one of the, like, gigantic conventions. But the, the thing is, with these cons, it's like, you go and, and, like, comics are almost, like, 
they're not even like there. It's all about TV and movies and shit. And you know, I don't yeah, know. yeah. But the artist alley at New York Comic Con is yeah, awesome. yeah, it is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, one of my friends lives in New York and um, has said that I can stay at his apartment. So sweet. Um, I may just go and hang out in New York City for a couple days, like, before the convention. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you go meet up at, at the con, and then you go do something else. <laughs> you leave, yeah. Like, gotta get out there. Gotta get out of the building at some point. Yeah, yeah The with Emerald City, I actually work not very far from the convention center in Seattle. So I can just leave... The uh, I can leave the convention center and use my work building as kind of like a, okay, if I need to get out, <laughs> that's where I go. <laughs> right. Okay, Tyler signed back on, so I think his Skype just was messed up. Well, it, it can sometimes be affected by if you're on like a landline or like a Wi-Fi kind of thing. So I don't know what, if he even knows what he has. <laughs> Doesn't he live, like, out in the woods somewhere? <laughs> yeah, he lives out on a farm, like, an hour, hour and a half out of Calgary. Right. That's awesome. He lives in a cabin in the woods, which is an awesome movie, and everyone should love it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to um, to Heroes in New York Comic Con. And Wait, Heroes, Heroes is the one in, um, like, down south or something? Yeah, it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, I hear that one's amazing. Everyone raves about that one. Because it's all about comics, that's why. Yeah, I want to go to that. When is that, you know? Uh, it's towards the end of June. Okay. Maybe I can go to that. You should try to come out to Emerald City next time. Yeah, that's good too, huh? Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure about next year. Yeah, um, well, the, the four-day no. thing might... Um... Hey, I'm back. Yay! Yay! We got Tyler... Where were we were talking about before you dropped off? <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, we, we started talking about wizards while you were gone. Yeah, want to talk about wizards, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite wizard? Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, I like the wizards from Flight of Dragons. Ooh. Remember that animated series back a long time ago? Mm-hmm. Had the different nationalities. Of dragons, yeah, those they're all cut. Yeah. Tyler, they're... that's the wrong answer. The correct answer is Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, that's one with Gandalf. No, but I actually, Tyler, what, what you just uh, I've I it's been a long time since someone ever referenced that, and I've been waiting for someone to actually like, no one ever knows that one. So I'm just like, yeah, with the color coordinated wizards and the game, nothing yeah. okay. <laughs> it's like everyone just looks at me like I. That's bad. Yeah, everyone looks at me like I grew an extra head or something. I'm like, no, <laughs> understand things with me. <laughs> it's, uh, well, because one of the things that I, I wish I had still gotten in the recording uh, from Emerald City was when we were talking about Skeletor. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad that got corrupted. No, it was great because of all the terrible things that happened to He-Man. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, you had to be there, Sean. <laughs> I guess going back to Naver Boy, if we're going to talk about that thing or whatever. <laughs> I did want to ask, uh, because Kelly, there was a um, an article that recently came out from io9 about um, the colorists and the recoloring of certain comics and everything. And I just kind of want to get your your opinion just more or less on like, 
the colorist's instincts versus what the, uh, I guess, the writer um, asks for. Like, uh, I mean, from what it sounds like, the three of you have a really good relationship. Is there ever kind of like that that moment where you disagree on a coloring um, and you have to either fight for it or just kind of let it go? Um, like, how does that work um, for you? Um, well, normally, like, we're all kind of on the same page. There's mm-hmm. only been one instance where... I felt like I was right, and mm-hmm. it was the... <laughs> I'm trying to do this so I don't call anybody out. Um, <laughs> the, the, art, <laughs> the artist... Um, it was the artist, not the writer, who cared. Um, I wanted to do color holds on, on a bunch of stuff in there, and, and he didn't want me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, basically, like, changed the line art to a different Are color. About- I'm not talking about you (laughs) but um but no so I just I mean I went back and forth and um basically my my editor was like we think we agree with the artist and so I was like okay and I just let it go Mm -hmm. but um there's and normally we're all like on the same page about everything and and if I'm if there's revisions that need to be made then you know I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I haven't been doing this that long, so I'm, I'm pretty willing to, to change what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's not often that I think like that there's something that I don't want to change, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the reason I'm really, uh, you know, that I'm asking is just because the colorists are starting to get uh, a lot more attention now, um, you know, deservedly so. You know, to the point that uh, colorists are being included on like the title pages and, and everything on the cover page. Actually, sorry. Um, so it's just it's interesting how like this this article came up. And it's like, oh, the colorist's intentions versus you know when someone goes and remasters or recolors something. Was just, I just found it kind of interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think a lot of like the the remaster. I haven't read the article. Just just a heads up. But okay. I think like a lot of like the remastering and like the, the touch ups of colors is because um, the technology has changed, mm-hmm. especially like in the last like 10, 15 years. Um, it's become an entirely different process, which is why you're seeing like colors have a, like almost a more important role, you know, in a mm-hmm. way. Uh, because like the, the printing technology is, is totally different. So it, it matters more. <laughs> yeah. No, and and I think that people are starting to recognize like exactly like how much, you know, work the colorist puts into like you, mood and tone again, you know, it's it's one thing you have, you know, Tyler you work in in inks and pens and everything like that, and then you have to give that over to Kelly to, you know, kind of bring out more of the mood and tone, which you know, it's it's a partnership as much as your relationship in terms of how Sean writes a scene. Yeah, Tyler has to cross his fingers and hope I don't screw up. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> well, good. Um, and and another one of the things that we touched on at Emerald City because I I can't recreate the conversation, but I can remember some of the topics. Um, is the fact that you know Tyler, you don't um, you don't work digitally. You work you know uh, in pen and ink still. I mean, you scan it, but you work in pen and ink. Um, how important is that process to you as an artist? Uh, the process of how I work or the process of how I work with a colorist? Um, both, actually. <laughs> um, the process to me is I'm, 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 and most, most, I think most artists are this way. Um, the process is 
something that is continually tweaked and fooled around with, and it's kind of the process itself is almost like a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, screwing around with you know how you're gonna put things down, what order, how you're gonna scan it, all this kind of stuff. It's it's I love that part of it. I love screwing around with that stuff. I change it all the time, but the fact that I don't work digital and I work by hand, it's very unlikely that I will ever. I mean, I won't say that for sure, but I, I love working by hand, like with, with like ink and brushes and making that mess and that that tactile thing. You know, sometimes you can only get a certain look you want by getting your fingers in there and finger painting it or that kind of stuff. I can't, I can't create what I want to create um, digitally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the process with working with a colorist is, I when I do color stuff, very often it is is digitally, and the process of working with a colorist who is not uh, like Kelly's not trying to recreate any kind of coloring that I've ever colored for my own work. The process of us working together and what she brings to it, how she makes my work look in the end, that's that's also extremely important. It's a it's kind of a hobby thing too, and tweaking it and, and what I do on my end, how it affects what she has to do or what she can do on her end. I find that uh, the same thing. It's really I find that whole process thing extremely interesting. No, that's, I mean that's cool. It's just it's always. It's always interesting to like see the 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 team aspect of like how you know Sean writes it, you draw it, she colors, and then it's just like, and then we have a comic, you know, <laughs> and then letters and, and whatnot, whatever. <laughs> it's like, Aww, I, I, hate all the I know, I know. That's They're gonna be very important. They are, they are. It's I'm, the flow of the story, exactly. how you read the story. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Letters don't send hate mail. <laughs> like, they're gonna be well, um, well rendered. Yeah, notes and everything. So, uh, Sean, has there has there been like scenes that you've written that like have just surprised you in terms of like what you got back um, from Tyler and Kelly? Yeah, all the time. You know, you know, like I said, like I do my part, and then you know, you give it, you give it to to everyone else, and then let them do their part. Um, I'm trying to think. I think. You know that that two page spread in issue one was something that kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just when we saw the inks from Tyler, and then you know, trying to describe it, which I probably didn't do a very good job of to Kelly. But you know, when I finally did, you know, fi- when we finally got that across to her, and then when we got that back, it was just like, holy crap! Like you know, we're doing something cool here, and 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 the same thing with Kelly too. Like that, a few pages to that first issue, it's like. You know, we all get it, you know, like we don't have to worry and check out by anyone else. Like let everyone do their thing because everyone here is on the same page and everyone's very good at what they do. And you just kind of, you know, you let it go, you know, and and you let people do what they do, you know. Yeah. And um, is the the process uh, because when you were writing Killjoys, you and Gerard, were you co-writing or was it more or less like um, like one person had the ideas and the other one was scripting like uh is that has that process like I guess um, changed for you as a, as a single writer now in a comic? Um, you don't have anyone else to blame. For sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know the thing with, with Gerard is that he's so busy. Um, you know we talk through everything, and then I, I would send him script, and then he would send notes back, and we went through through that whole thing. It wasn't like you know we both were doing like X number of pages. It was more organic. Um, so by the time this came around, like, you know, I knew what I was doing, mm-hmm. you know. So you, you feel confident going forward with your, your wizard idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up next, uh, 
more wizard books actually the the weird thing is that fantasy has you know kind of like dropped out of uh, um, people's radar until recently and what with what you can do with fantasy in that way so it's it's right. kind of well, that's the thing I, I like that stuff but i like to put different spins on it you mm-hmm. know i don't like to do like a full-on like i don't know like you don't want to I do have, like a full have, sword of sor- sword and sorcery book right Right, it has to have, like, some homeless dudes in it or something. <laughs> some, some real shit going on, you know? Not just full-on fantasy, you know? Homeless wizards! They can't even conjure up their own home. <laughs> oh my god. Sean, legitimately, though, I'm gonna buy the crap out of that book. I want to know about wizards. <laughs> the seedy underbelly of the wizard community. <laughs> it's like, I'm just gonna write it for you, I'm gonna send you some ideas, and <laughs> Just read some Dresden novels and be like, "Hey, here's a better way to do this." Um. Right? No, I actually, I actually have. Um, I'm working on it with with our, our um, Neverboy cover artist, Connor Nolan. Mm. Oh, wizard things together. So yeah. yeah, he's amazing too, Connor. He's he's so good. Those frog drawings that he keeps posting, like the toad yes. pictures. Oh my god, they're so good. I got I gotta send you. I gotta send you the pitch, Kelly, because. Not be into it. You might want to color it. I'd color it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be like a, a hashtag. Is like hashtag. I color it. <laughs> uh, no, but Connor keeps talking about his colors and how he's unsure of them, and like everything that he colors is so good too, and it drives me crazy because I'm like, you're just amazing. You're freaking amazing. Stop being so good. Oh my yeah. god, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, and yet I love you. <laughs> yeah, I want him to put those toad drawings out in, like, um, like a postcard set or something. Mm-hmm. No, that'd be cool. Because I think that that would be really cool to, like, hang in, like, one long frame or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think Connor's, I think he's gonna, he's gonna do some really cool stuff in the future, you know? I think he's just that type of guy, you know? How did you meet him? I met him, <laughs> I met him at, um, Becky Clunan and I did a, a Killjoy signing in Brooklyn, and Connor was there to get to get some comic signed, and we started talking, and, and, and he was there not to get comic signed for him, but for his girlfriend, hmm. which which I thought was funny, like, he's not even there, and like, so we just started talking, and, and then um, I checked out his website, and I was like, dude, you're really good, man, like, let's, you know. You should draw wizards. You should draw wizards for me. Yeah, <laughs> let's do some wizard stuff together. You know, but no, it just worked out like that. We were going through um, again a cover artist, uh, and I, I always think it's it's weird. I guess it's the norm, but I always think it's weird not to offer the artist covers, the artist, the interior artist covers because it's like you know this is you're drawing this thing. Why would you want someone else? I don't know. I always thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's normal, you know? I don't know how Tyler feels about that. Because you're, you're, you do the covers for Peter, right, Tyler? Do we lose yeah. Tyler again? Most yeah. of them, yeah. <laughs> it is weird, but it's normal. And I, I kind of I think I'm still here. Yep. Yeah. You're just here? on a delay, I think. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you're, you're not chomping at the bit going, man, I want to draw all the covers, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, uh... I uh, I actually I find it very strange. I used to find it really strange, but I actually really like it. I really I, I'm not I'm not actually a big fan 
of drawing covers, in truth. I'd much rather draw interior figures. The, I mean, so, I mean, in terms of interiors versus covers, I mean, do you, I know that there are specific artists that are just considered, like, cover artists. And, I mean, is that just more, is, is there a special skill that goes into that, or is it just people who are more comfortable doing that? I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I personally just enjoy drawing interiors more than I enjoy drawing covers, but, mm. um, covers mm. are, they are a different way of thinking, I guess. All right. Do you, I have a weird question. Do you find, like, the covers are more pressure to do? Um, maybe? <laughs> no? I don't know. Possibly, I can't say. Well, I, I'm asking because when, when I first started coloring covers, like, I always felt like there was an added pressure because that's, like, the first thing that people are going to look at, and that's, can, like, either turn people onto buying the book or turn them off from buying it, and so it's, like, I always felt, like, a little nervous at first when I first started coloring them, but I well, like doing it now. Well, we're already seeing, um, you know, with covers coming under a lot of scrutiny, in, in comics, you know, yeah. like, a lot of scrutiny right now, <laughs> and that, you know, large swaths of people will get pissed off over, you know, I mean, rightly so in some cases, <laughs> like, he's like, <coughs> Batgirl, uh, so, <laughs> this, it, but it is, um, I mean, I was just curious about, like, the, and Kelly was too, you know, just about, like, the you know what it what it what goes into making a cover versus just doing the interiors half the time. Uh, it's a totally different way of thinking. Um, I like I'm I'm into comics and into making comics because I like the storytelling and the st- I like the, the storytelling nature of the interiors. Whereas in the cover, it's more of a iconography and a summary or a you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You like you uh, want the long form aspect of it versus the here's the quick image that might tell you what's happening. Well, yeah, absolutely, and the stuff that I love best about working on comics, inside comics, is the quiet moments, you know, between characters, between people, and that's not cover material, mm-hmm. necessarily, to begin with. So the stuff that I love the most about drawing, com- even the interior comics, is not cover material. That's what we were talking about before he dropped out, silent moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like drawing that kind of stuff more than I like drawing fights and all that kind of shit. Anyway. I hate, not I, the best hate cover I hate writing fight scenes. Why is that? Because I think they're a waste of time, honestly. Mm-hmm. They're a waste of they're a waste of page space, honestly. And and it's very rare I don't know if there's any kind of real fight stuff in Neverboy at all. You know? No. Um even no, though to be issue. honest, I so wanted to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I, I, I yeah, rather that last issue I Somebody get punched. <laughs> You're like, man, well, why won't Sean ever write a fight scene? God. I think they have their place in comics, but they absolutely. It, but they need to be. They need to. You need to develop the story through the fight rather than just have a fight scene because you need to have a fight scene. Right, exactly. You, well, and, and I think it's also, you guys only have six issues, so your pages are much more precious in terms of, you know, the story you're trying to tell versus, you know, superhero comics, they can get, a, you know, they can get away with, you know, splash pages of fights and, you know, <laughs> Justice League books that just go on or one big fight. <laughs> yeah, we got no room for screwing around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel the same way about about movies too. It's like when you watch an action movie. Not that I don't like action movies, you mm-hmm. know, I do. But it's like the fight scene is like always a time where I like I'll go get a get a, something to drink or something. You know, like I kind of don't give a shit. I just want to see what happens after or what leads up to. You know? I'm sorry. I'm picturing you going to see the Matrix and just like walking out of the theater like 30 times. Especially the sequels, where he's just like, "Oh my god, it's another." F- All right, fine. Oh, just go out, get a drink. Go out, get some popcorn. Like I'm not even interested in this. You're just standing outside the theater for like half an hour because the fight won't stop. Right now, after this, I'll never get. I'll never. I'll never get hired to our Superman watch. Oh, man. Aww. <laughs> like, when they get to the, you know, the Avengers and everything, that's going to be a lot of fighting, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Fast and the Furious, though, because that's a lot of cars. Does that count? That's the same shit. I mean, that shit's useless to me. <laughs> same shit. <laughs> it, it, it's like, how many times can we fucking crash this car and make it look cool? <laughs> Apparently. The answer is, how many movies are there? Seven? Yeah. They're, they're going to make an eighth one, too. So it's like eight times? Uh, yeah, so quiet moments, good. Fight scenes, bad. Um, surreal moments, awesome. <laughs> like, we've now distilled Neverboy down. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Excellent. I'm glad everyone could show up. This was a good meeting, everyone. Good talk. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, we're only two issues in, so there's not much we can really get into. I mean, but is there is there stuff that you can kind of tease, you know, leading up to, uh, uh, and not, not the end, but, like, what's coming up, I suppose? I don't know. <laughs> <Good question. laughs> I mean, there's some shit that goes down in every issue. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like, how anyone would try to tease a, a, a movie, like, I don't know, things happen. Yeah, um. exactly. <laughs> things actually happen. No, I mean, wait, where, where, are, where are we now? Issue 2 came out, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, like, I'm drawing a blank right now. If anyone else wants to chime in and say something, please feel free. <laughs> I'm totally drawing a blank right now. <laughs> this is the last comic I ever write watch. <laughs> Do you still got wizards? Wizards will be good. You'll always have wizards, <laughs> So I guess we'll have to find out I what happens. Notes. What was that, Tyler? I got no tease. I have no idea. No tease. No so, tease. Apparently something will happen in issue three, and when that does, we'll, you know, I'll tweet at you and be like, see, something happened. Something happened, It's going right. to blow your mind. It's going to yeah. blow my mind. <laughs> Excellent. No, so, all right, so, so basically... You know, we saw Neverboy, we saw his deal, we see Julian and his deal, and basically these two opposites are going to come together and just kind of, you know, think they're, they're doing right by, by themselves, but really just kind of, they're going to fuck everything up for, for a lot of people. Awesome. And, you know, you know and the, the book at its core deals with, you know, abusing creativity and abusing inspiration and, you know, being selfish in a lot of ways honestly um mm-hmm. you know yeah you know and when you go back to the concept like yeah he <laughs> whoa that was my 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 clothes are done guys oh yay good for you <laughs> those shirts are gonna be nice and toasty warm <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> uh 
Yeah, the you know, the the whole concept of, you know, he's taking the drugs because he wants to have a real life. Right. It, it again, right. it just goes back to the whole like it's so it's it's such an interesting concept, Sean. So, you know, hopefully yeah. you know, the 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 issues will sell really well and then you can do part 2. I actually have I actually just wrote up a uh, a, a one sheet for an issue, I mean, a series two, if that were wherever to happen. All right, everyone has to go out and buy all of Neverboy yeah, as so it comes back. <laughs> you know, it would be awesome. <laughs> Don't worry, I, once I get attached to a comic, I start championing it like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you'll like this one. <laughs> uh, you know, so far, I mean, issue three might sway everything if I knew it was happening, but, um, you know, it's... <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes in the relationship. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hear little ones. Yeah. Yeah. Little kids and all types of shit going on. Some insane noises. But, uh, I mean... I feel like that's a that's a good place to to kind of call her good. I mean, do you guys is there anything else you want to say about Neverboy or about you know working with Dark Horse uh, before we 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 get out of this? Um, we'll start with Sean. Um, I can say that Tyler draws a hell of a superhero, mm-hmm. which we actually get to see at some point. Just a little teaser. Little soup. Oh, and now there's a superhero. Okay. And 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 I put that in there just because I really wanted to see Tyler draw a superhero. I does a hell of a job at it, and it's kind of superhero that I want to read about. <laughs> I I will say that that dream, uh, the fantasy room with the guy in the typewriters, was pretty friggin' awesome. <laughs> so. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was another scene. You know, Vanessa or fantasy girl, whatever you want to call her. I ha- I had that idea in my head for a while too. And it's funny how stuff like that just kind of works out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, stop laughing at his child's pain. Is that what you're laughing at? Tyler laughs at your child. Uh, it sounds Ke- like my house. There we go. <laughs> Kelly, I'm any... The basement. <laughs> Kelly, any closing thoughts on Neverboy? Um, yeah, it's been, it's been long, but it's been fun. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it for a while, so I'm glad that people are finally able to see it, and I've enjoyed working on it. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you're happy doing the work you're doing. <laughs> Not everyone yeah, can say I, that. I, I like all the projects I'm working on. To be honest, I feel really lucky uh, for the opportunities that I've had. So. Awesome. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you're good, you're going to get work. You know, hey. and you're <laughs> good, so. And uh, Tyler, closing thoughts on Neverboy? Apparently, there's an awesome superhero. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's that's awfully generous that it's an awful awesome superhero, but I'm glad Sean thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> closing thoughts specifically? Uh, <laughs> like, anything in general? Uh, do you have any more opinions on wizards? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't like. I like wizards. Uh, I like wizards. <laughs> I want that to be the tagline. I like, like which is better? <laughs> that's right. See which I like is which is better? But I like wizards. I want that to be the tagline for the podcast. I like wizards. Tyler Jenkins. <laughs> that's it. The that should go on the on the wizards pitch. You're like Tyler. Tyler likes wizards. And they're like, oh well. That, if... that can be on the front cover of the book, like the quote on the cover. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Like, I like wizards. That's perfect, actually. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Before we go out, uh, Sean, uh, where can people find you online if they want to, like, get in touch with you or tell you things or whatever? <laughs> I have a Twitter, and it's all I have. I have, well, I have Instagram, but it's just nonsense, really. <laughs> it's a picture of an egg over and over that, and that, over. That's that damn egg that keeps popping up. <laughs> not I don't damn that. It's like, and then the egg from this angle, and then it from the other angle. No, it's the same photo. Oh, okay. Showing up on my Instagram account. Some kind of an art piece. Not even, just a fucking egg. I feel like your Instagram is like a weird art installation. <laughs> the art of the egg, and how how far I can take it before people are so pissed at me because of an egg. I don't know, people, people like it, so I guess they like, they like that kind of shit, eggs and stuff, you know? They're, they're good for you, I guess, sometimes. I'm into eggs, you know, I'll eat an egg. <laughs> What's your favorite type of way to make eggs? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I guess, I mean, what's that way where the yolk, like, runs out? Uh, over Are you easy? talking, like, sunny that's side that, up? Yeah. Or Is like... that well, Because, like... That's probably my favorite, but it's just so time-consuming, and it, I always fuck it up. And like, yeah, shit. those are the hardest to cook, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, scrambled eggs are just really easy to do. Scrambled eggs is what everything becomes when you can't make it, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the minute you flip it over and you break the yolk, you're like, ah, this this is now scrambled eggs. Yeah. Or yeah. it's like a egg sandwich, and you just like let the the you make an egg McMuffin, essentially. So. <laughs> Can only become dinner. <laughs> All right, Kelly, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Wasted Wings, and I have a Facebook that's like Kelly F Illustration or Illustrator. I don't know, one of those. And I'm KellyFcolors.com. That's where everything is. Yay! And favorite egg dish? I told like she a, told you I'd ask the hard hitting questions. She told yeah, you. Yeah, these are very hard-hitting. Um, I like sunny side up also, but my favorite dish is got to be like eggs in a basket. What is that? Basket. Um, it's got a bunch of different names. Oh, is that like uh, toad in the hole or? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, oh, okay. It's put an egg in a piece of bread, basically. Awesome. And uh, Tyler, uh, where can people find you if you happen to be on you know line? <laughs> I have a Twitter, actually. Uh, I don't know what it is. I do. It's Jenkins underscore Tyler. Oh, it's the... It's that thing. Thank you. <laughs> also includes it eggs. It drives me crazy. I know this because it drives me crazy because it's his name backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, who does that? Yeah, he does. Secretaries, HR departments. <laughs> yeah, it's old school. Old school shit right there. There you you go. should change it to the real Tyler Turner. <laughs> 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 it's like the 85 Twitter account. There we go. <laughs> and Tyler, what's your what's your favorite egg uh, thing? <laughs> uh, would be sunny side. There we sure. go. <laughs> I'm glad we could all agree on something. Sunny side up, the superior egg preference. Woohoo! Yeah. Yes. Uh, for listeners out there who are interested in continuing to listen to this podcast, uh, you can find me. Wait, is this live? No, it is not. Uh, I will 
I don't I don't do a lot of editing, but there's probably some uh, some silent moments that are not good for podcasting, much better for um, uh, comic books <laughs> that I'll have to take out. Uh, but you can find me at darling underscore Sammy. Uh, go to the website maniacalgeek.com or SoundCloud. Uh, search for that girl with the curls with a Z because I'm street. Um, and uh, yeah, and, uh, guys, <laughs> thank you. Z, it's a Z because I'm straight like Backstreet Boys, you know, boys to men. Uh. I still have no idea what that means. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and I'm I am also into sunny side up eggs, but also prefer over easy. Just so everyone knows, <laughs> very good for cracking over. Um, was it pancakes? Very good. Uh, but <laughs> I want to thank Sean and Kelly and Tyler for coming on the podcast. You guys, again, very awesome, very chill of you to, uh, to come on after the terrible, awful recording that will not be spoken of anymore. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Good yeah, time. you guys are welcome to come back anytime. Tyler, you can make a three-peat at, uh, whenever you feel like it. <laughs> so... <laughs> But thank you and good night. Yeah.